From the Ohio School Boards Association, I'm Scott Kirshen. This is Leading the Way. Schools play a critical role in providing nutritious meals to children, and they've been nothing short of heroic. In meeting the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic, supply chain disruptions, and more, to ensure students are fueled for success. My two guests, Bridget Hires and Brian Davis with the Ohio Department of Education's Office of Nutrition, know all about those efforts and how the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge is making a difference. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, excellent. Very excited to be here. Uh, Bridget, why don't you start with, with you? Uh, just talk about what you do at ODE, and, and Brian, you can uh, chime in after. Sure. So I'm Bridget Hires. I'm the director of the Office of Nutrition at the Department of Education. And our office administers all of the USDA funded, the US Department of Agriculture funded nutrition programs. So the ones that a lot of people know about are the school breakfast and school lunch program, but we have an equivalent program for child carers. And we also have a program that runs through the summertime to provide meals to students. So um, our office actually administers programs that run uh, every day of the year and can impact all of the different age bands. And Brian, how about you? Thanks, Scott. I'm Brian Davis. I'm uh, one of Bridget's assistant directors here in the Office of Nutrition at the Ohio Department of Education. And the primary program that I oversee is the USDA Foods Program, which is a supply chain oriented program that provides domestic agricultural products to schools at no cost to them uh, through distribution channels. And so this year, especially the supply chain oriented nature of that program has become especially relevant given the supply chain difficulties that we've seen over the course of the pandemic. So we are going to talk about the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge, but I first want to get into what what is the National School Lunch and Breakfast Program and, and how does that work? So the National School Lunch and Breakfast Program, they are federally funded programs by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and ODA administers those programs here in Ohio. So schools, and when we say schools, we mean traditional public schools and school districts, but we also mean community schools, non-public schools, and residential treatment facilities can apply to be on these programs. And if they do apply and are approved, they can receive federal reimbursement money for meals they serve to students if the meals meet certain nutrition criteria. So as an example for the lunch program, a student must be offered a milk, a meat or meat alternate, a grain, a vegetable and a fruit. And if that meal um, has all of those items offered to the student, then that school can count that meal and claim it for federal reimbursement. The specific foods that a school offers any given day is actually determined by the school though. One of the things that many people don't know is that all students actually within the schools that participate in these programs can uh, receive the meals. In a traditional school year, uh, schools offer the meals and then students may qualify for either a reduced meal rate or they can get free meals or students can full pay for meals, but all all students can actually qualify to receive a meal. So this might be an obvious question, but so how do these meals support the health and academic success 
of students? I imagine quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. School meals are an essential part of the Ohio's whole child framework and the Ohio strategic plan, Each Child Our Future, is specifically strategy seven. It really revolves around supporting the whole child. School meals support nutrition needs and provide a healthy learning environment. If a student is hungry, it really is hard for that student to concentrate and be able to learn. So the meal programs really provide that nutritious meal program support for a student within school. So I've been seeing some of the headlines, uh, maybe you guys have too, about uh, the the current state of school meals, some of the supply problems that are going on, um, also issues, the challenges that come with the pandemic. Um, Can you talk about that? Oh, absolutely. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has really stepped up over the course of the pandemic to support states and schools. And um, just as an example, there's been 107 published waivers to the normal meal program regulations, and it has provided a whole host of flexibilities to the programs since the pandemic started in March of 2020. Um, So for this year, what this means for schools is that they've had the option and the vast majority of schools here in the state of Ohio have adopted waivers that allow them to extend the summer meal program into the school year, specifically the seamless summer option. And what that allows is it allows the schools to offer no cost meals to all of their students enrolled in their buildings. Um, There no longer is the qualifications of free, reduced, and paid meals. All students can receive a no-cost meal, and uh, the schools actually can receive the maximum reimbursement rate for all the meals they serve. One of the other things that has been crucial for this school year, especially as schools are encountering issues with COVID and may need to go to remote learning at times, is that the waivers allow the schools to provide to-go meals or meals that can be either provided for students to take home with them or in some cases drive up, the households can drive up to the school building and receive meals and take them back home. And this has been really important for those, again, learning at home or maybe because they had been quarantined at home due to COVID. Um, Some of the other things that schools have been able to do is adjust their meal service times. Uh, They've been able to maybe expand their meal service times so there's less people in the cafeteria, as an example, at any time during the day. And um, the benefit of being on the summer program is schools don't have to know which particular students went through and received a meal. They just need to know that a student received a meal that day. So there's much less paperwork burden this year, which is really nice because then the schools can focus on any actions they need to help mitigate the exposure and spread of COVID. The schools are also receiving a higher reimbursement rate that typically is part of the summer meal program, but has been extended to the school year. So they're receiving more money from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And this has been such a benefit this year, mainly because schools are also encountering issues, as you had mentioned, with supply of some of their supplies and food. Uh, As many of us have experienced when we go to the grocery store and see empty shelves, a lot of our our, our stores and our schools are, are having the same issue is that it's just really hard 
to bring in their food and supplies. And uh, many distributors that supply to the schools are experiencing shortage as a product. And so either they're not able to give that to the schools or they have to charge a higher price because it takes more for the distributor to actually be able to get that product too. So this higher reimbursement rate has really been helpful for their added costs that maybe the schools really weren't anticipating this year. Or if their distributor wasn't able to provide their food and supplies, but they still absolutely have to feed the children, they may have to go to alternative sources or grocery stores that they don't necessarily shop from, which tend to be a higher cost than their usual distributors. Um, so conjunctively, this has just been um, really an awesome effort, uh, both from the U.S. Department of Agriculture with all the waivers and um, all of our managers and staff here at the Department of Education working with the schools to help figure out, you know, how to continue to feed the children in this in this situation. Right. And the flexibility that that uh, schools have now that you talked about, that is there, right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, well, there's all kinds of flexibilities in terms of how they serve the meals, where they serve the meals, um, and just being able to give it no cost to all students and not having to figure out who's free, reduced, and paid has just been so phenomenal in terms of decreasing time spent on that documentation to be able to focus their efforts and time on other things like being able to find food and supplies. And a lot of schools are also encountering labor shortages, so they have to find substitutes or more people. And it's it's been a very um, unusual year this year um, that we weren't necessarily anticipating, especially for that supply chain issue. We mentioned, or I mentioned, the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge initiative. Uh, OSBA is a partner in that initiative. Brian, can you just start by talking about what it is, what it does, and how does it help students? Well, the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge is a statewide partnership. As you mentioned, the OSBA is a critical member of that partnership, as are organizations of school nutrition directors, as well as the Ohio Department of Education, and of course, school administrators. And what the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge is doing is it is a program that recognizes schools for growing and success in their school breakfast program. I want to start just by talking about the value of school breakfast. In formulating the School Breakfast Challenge, what we have done is talked to a variety of stakeholders. Stakeholders ranging from school administrators to teachers to parents to school nutrition directors to pediatricians to all kinds of stakeholders, education policymakers, to understand what the benefit of breakfast is at a very fundamental level. And what we know is that school breakfast is a critical component not only to academic success for students, but as we've encapsulated in the Ohio Whole Child Framework, it really is a critical component of supporting the needs of the whole child. I think all of us can probably recall a time where we missed breakfast and yeah. you get that hangry feeling later in the day. And you think about a child that is trying to learn something new. They're trying to master a new skill or they're trying to just integrate themselves socially into perhaps a new school environment. And that becomes so much more difficult if they don't have all the nutrition that they need. If they're just thinking about how hungry they are because they didn't get a breakfast, 
they're going to be further behind in all of those other skill building areas. And the School Breakfast Challenge recognizes schools that are really exemplifying success in the school breakfast area. One thing that we would definitely be remiss if we did not point out is that there is a National School Breakfast Week that Ohio Department of Education and many schools in the state are participating in. That's the week of March 7th through 11th. So that's coming right around the corner. And the theme this year is uh, kind of superhero based. Uh, and that is very, very uh, relevant given the really heroic efforts that so many school yeah. professionals in the nutrition area have put forth over the course of this pandemic. Uh, implementing all of those 107 waivers that Bridget mentioned, um, handling those supply chain difficulties, adjusting their menus on very short notice when a distributor called and said, those items that you thought were coming on the truck are not going to be there. We have a replacement for you. And having to scramble to figure out how to make that into a lunch that the kids are going to enjoy and that's going to provide them with the nutrition that they need. Or the breakfast or a snack that kids really need to have nutrition for their entire school day. So as we, as we talk about the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge itself, the School Breakfast Challenge, as I mentioned, is a statewide partnership. Uh, and it is really led by you know, the Ohio Department of Education, uh, School Nutrition Association, American Dairy Association Mideast, uh, Children's Hunger Alliance, a, a number of very important uh, sponsors for that program, really critical partners and stakeholders. And what it is doing is, is recognizing schools for their success in breakfast. And that can be either having a really exemplary breakfast program. Uh, there are awards that are given on an annual basis, uh, recognizing the very best, uh, both in terms of improvement, as well as just the overall success of the program. And then there are also uh, awards that are given out, uh, banners that schools can display uh, that really recognize uh, improvements and serving breakfast at a high rate. Uh, so one of, the, one of the real metrics that measures school breakfast success is how many students are eating breakfast compared to how many students are eating lunch. You know, it is a national trend that uh, breakfast participation trails behind lunch participation. Uh, there are a variety of factors for that, and we are always looking at data, trying to understand that, and also always receiving feedback from school districts, school administrators, school nutrition professionals, and other stakeholders on how we can improve breakfast participation in the state of Ohio. There are literally hundreds of school buildings that are doing a wonderful job that are growing their breakfast program every single year, and one of the big ways that the School Breakfast Challenge recognizes that is through those annual recognitions and those annual awards that are given out to the school buildings. In 2021, uh, the High School Breakfast Challenge partners launched Breakfast and Beyond to recognize districts. And I think that is uh, underway again. Is that right? Can you talk about that program? Uh, it's something that we're really uh, that we've really been excited about. It has been a way to highlight and recognize school districts for what they have been able to do with their breakfast programs and meeting the breakfast needs of their students, given all of the COVID-19 pandemic school closures and related challenges, whether that be supply chain, whether that be building closures, whether that be outbreaks in a community that limited the ability of families and students to, to come to and to and from the schools in 
This past year, 33 Ohio school districts were recognized as Breakfast and Beyond Superstars at the uh, Ohio School Board Association's Capital Conference. That is something we are all so excited about, uh, just the way that those schools have been able to meet the needs of their students in extremely challenging circumstances. And that is something that, that we are continuing. We really like this way of highlighting the success of school breakfast programs given the challenges and the hundred plus waivers that schools have had to implement yeah. in order to employ those breakfast programs. Can you give an example of like what a, a district that, that had that superstar status, like what, what they did? Yeah. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll highlight uh, one example for you. Uh, Cincinnati Public Schools in Hamilton County, uh, their students uh, attended virtual school. They received seven day meal packs that were distributed at a variety of remote meal hubs every Wednesday. And to better serve working parents, remote pickup was available uh, between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. every Wednesday. What that means is they're using, like Bridget said, that mealtime waiver to be able to provide those meals outside of what you would normally consider breakfast hours at the school. Uh, instead of right. just breakfast hours, they're able to provide those meals in those seven-day meal packs where parents can pick it up at one time and not have to travel to and from the school when their kids are virtually attending school. Yeah, also what they did to, to accommodate families that might not have transportation, parents that might not be able to pick up directly from the school or uh, might have difficulty with meeting that specific pickup window, uh, they did pop-up food trucks staffed by the school nutrition drivers uh, delivering meals uh, all across Cincinnati to make sure that whether you had transportations to the schools or whether the schools needed to come to you, you had those seven-day meal packs available to you. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And that is the kind of effort that so many school nutrition professionals have put in to ensuring that breakfast, lunches, and snacks for every school day that kids are remote learning are available to them. It's a real challenge because it's something that a lot of school districts are not traditionally doing. You don't normally think about students right. eating lunch at home or needing to eat lunch in a, in a non-congregate setting, as, as the waivers put it. And this is something that required a lot of adaptation very quickly. Uh, a lot of school food service professionals had to flip uh, on a dime in order to meet these needs starting in March of 2020. And lessons that were learned uh, in the early months of the pandemic have had to be reemployed, readapted. Things have evolved over the course of these last two years. And it is the school food service programs that provided so much support and stability for students and their families throughout this process. Uh, because even when school buildings were closed, as we mentioned, uh, even when uh, families didn't have the ability to even get to a school to pick up some of these uh, meals, schools found a way to reach the families where they were so that the students could continue eating nutritious meals provided by their schools, even when they were doing virtual learning. Uh, schools can, again, and apply for the 2021-22 uh, Breakfast and Beyond program. How do they go about doing that? Where do they find the application and, and what's the deadline? So applications are going to be open between now and April of this spring. So April 2022, the applications can be uh, submitted. And the recognition for those will be at the November 2022 uh, Ohio School Board Association Leadership Conference. The application is 
pretty easy to start. Uh, there's a website for the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge. It is ohioschoolbreakfastchallenge.com. Easy Again, to remember. Ohioschoolbreakfastchallenge.com. <laughs> and if you go to that website, uh, you'll see all the, all the links, lots of information about past recognitions, about breakfast and beyond, and about how to uh, start and submit your application. And we really, really love seeing a lot of applications. There are so, so many great stories out there of what yeah. schools have done. Uh, and we're always love, we love to read more of them. Uh, there are so many stories that we don't know about or that aren't really recognized statewide and aren't really known beyond the community that they're helping. And we want to make sure that we can use the Ohio School Breakfast Challenge to amplify their success uh, and really right. promote what sort of heroic, or in the case of School Breakfast Week this year, super heroic effort these school nutrition programs have put in. Bridget, Brian, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Any final thoughts? It is uh, ohioschoolbreakfastchallenge.com is the website. We at OSBA obviously promote that through our social media channels and our other publications that we send out to our members. I think that we just really promote our schools to tell their stories. As Brian had mentioned, there's so many heroic efforts. And I think our school food service professionals are very humble on the things that they have accomplished. But in all honesty, it's amazing what they've been able to do to continue to provide meals to the students. So we absolutely want to hear their stories and, and really promote the, the schools going to ohioschoolbreakfastchallenge.com and letting us know all about what they've been able to do. The OSBA Capital Conference and Trade Show connects you with education leaders from around the state to share, learn, and be inspired. It also gives you the opportunity to be both a learner and a teacher. The opportunities to share your district's challenges and unique solutions and gain insight from others is limitless. Be a presenter at the Capitol Conference, nominate a learning session, and share your expertise with fellow school board members, administrators, and staff. To learn more, visit conference.ohioschoolboards.org.